0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Have you ever dropped
1: your child off at daycare and thought, how do they do it? I often do. I mean, one small child can be a handful, a test of patience and resilience, but imagine looking after 20 kids. Charlotte Torp is from the Mindfulness Clinic in Sydney and Newcastle, and she's developed a program called Mindful Caring. It's in conjunction with the Explore and Develop Childcare Centres, and it's specifically designed for childcare workers. Hi, Charlotte. How are you?
0: Good. How are you?
1: How did this idea come about? It seems so logical, but it's the first Mm -hmm. I've heard of this particular training for childcare workers.
0: Yeah. It was really um, a collaboration, which of course most good projects are collaborations, right, Uh, with the wonderful uh, Klingberg of um, Explore and Develop in North Ride. Um, she did a retreat with me, found she got a lot out of it, invited me back to do mindfulness throughout their organization and as well as mindful leadership for the leaders. And we measured it um, with Macquarie University and found, of course, that there were so many benefits. One was that the stress that was extremely high with child care workers, they're actually probably some of the most stressed, right? Because many of them are, have a series of vulnerabilities. Some, some might be single mothers, might be immigrants, no uh, pay, um, and... and. Um, Sometimes I think they have a very high rate also of English being the second language. So so they're a vulnerable group. And, of course, what they found was that the stress was reduced uh, by over 30%. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, and if you have your child in childcare, you want to know that. <laughs> yes. Right? Absolutely. Seriously, because the, the the main thing there is that we're all contagious. And so children's brains form in relation to the adults that they are around. And we have little mottos, for instance, for the child care workers that says that it is not okay to step into the room with the little ones unless the prefrontal cortex is engaged, which means that empathy is online. And that just seems like absolute common sense. You know, it's not really responsible to spend time with children without empathy online, right, without being present. But we also know what a challenge that is in our culture. So really, the mindfulness uh, program is about becoming more aware of what state um, you're in at any given moment um, and taking responsibility for that. It's not your fault, but it's your responsibility to make sure your empathy is online and that you're not multitasking, that you're present with the children in your care.
1: So... um How does this translate into training? You just mentioned you had a motto for the childcare workers. Um, How do you train uh, early educators to embrace mindfulness? I mean, I I suppose if I step back just uh, one step, um, how did the workers respond to this idea to begin with?
0: Um, It's very, very easy because there's such a need. Right. I mean, I did another presentation for another childcare care center um, on Saturday and the yearning is so strong. So it's very easy because everyone's feeling overwhelmed, stressed, frustrated. And, you know, one of the big stress factors is actually the stressed parents, right, who, of course, think it's extremely important that they find the second sock more important that the children perhaps have had a good day because because the parents come from that very um, uh, doing and task focused mindset. So I think parents can also really um, start to reduce the stress by appreciating, by being present um, when they come to pick up children. Um, But, yeah, it's very, very easy. And the way it works is that uh, we now have the online program. Um, So there we are looking at eight sessions. So it's a mixture of video, audio, uh, and a manual. The idea is that... um, The owners or whoever is most excited about mindfulness can get some training with us, a retreat or another form of training, and then they host it, so to speak. Um, So it'll be eight weeks um, because we know from research that um, it takes eight weeks to really get into a good mindfulness practice and to see the results. And by then... um, the the habits the good habits of the formal mindfulness training are sort of really integrated and there we're looking at ten minutes a day and these wonderful um, explore and development people are um, acknowledging that that has to be done in the workplace how brilliant yes because that can
1: be that can be one of the biggest um, hurdles for people is finding time to bring this into their lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I say that, I should probably get you to distinguish um, the difference between, say, that 10-minute practice at the start of the day or whenever it might be, and um, active mindfulness throughout the day. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's, you know, because we're also busy, it's nice. We kind of like the idea that I don't have to do my formal practice, right? However... I think you you can lower your formal practice when you've been doing it for a long time because then you're more likely to catch yourself out and become mindful in the moment. But the the mindfulness training that we start with is training your attentional muscle. And that means that you start to notice what's actually going on for you. Considering that 95% of what's going on within our system we're not aware of and 70% of all of those unconscious thoughts are negative, you know, it's kind of like uh, the iceberg analogy comes to mind, right, where we are aware of a very, very small part. Well, mindfulness training opens that window and enables us to become more aware more of the time. But the formal practice is is kind of a, a, a necessary um, part of it. If you want to do this seriously, right, if you really want to downregulate your system, if you want more quality of life, if you want to see um, more resilience um, and more... I suppose, joy and more connectedness, because that's really what we're doing. We're down-regulating our systems into what we call the connected and contented system.
1: I'm curious, because I've I've tried meditation, I've tried mindfulness, and one Mm -hmm. question I always have when it comes to having a formal practice to start the day and how that influences the rest of the way that you think, Mm -hmm. sometimes it feels almost chemical if i'm sitting down to meditate it's almost like oh i remember that it's just remembering it feels mm. like i'm remembering how to be relaxed yes. remembering what stillness is like yes. is that part of the process
0: that remembering yeah so so first i suppose you you know if you've done it for a while you've created the associations so you sit down in the same chair you close your eyes you, you might have an audio and you hear that and doom you're there right because of the you know it's like pavlov's dogs the other thing is that um, mindfulness brings us home. It helps us land to where we're supposed to live. You know, we know how incredibly uh, toxic stress is, that it's linked to 85 or 90% of our diseases. And that's because we're not meant to live in that state, right? So mindfulness helps us come back to where we're supposed to live. And it feels like, oh, yes, I've landed. I'm
1: home. When we talk about um, child care workers and the kinds of stress they can experience, I'm only translating uh, parental stress to what it must be like looking after 20. Mm-hmm. Would part of that also be um, emotional stress? Because when you're looking after small people, you feel so responsible for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that part of what your mindful training taps into as well?
0: Um, yes, but, you know, that's not actually what uh, what they tell me what they tell me is it's the demands in terms of um for instance for instance a little thing like all the different diets and the allergies you know managing that with being present with the children and managing perhaps difficult parents and managing demands of uh, report writing and filling in forms etc cetera, etc cetera. because if you were just to be present it would kind of be easier but there are so many things that they juggle um, and there's so much at stake. You know, if the, if the child does get a nut um, that, that who's allergic to it, it can be fatal, right? So those things, of course, are in the background. And I think they're some of the biggest stress factors. Most of them, um, the, the wonderful childcare workers that I've – I shouldn't call them workers because they're educa- educators, of course. Um, most of the educators that I have had the privilege of working with are there because they love children and they love um, – the connection with children, so so that's usually not the best, best uh, the biggest stress factor. It's all the other say, stuff. Yeah, I was
1: going to say that um, the childcare educators that I've had my kids with have always seemed to be able to tap into that being present with the kids because they're so they're so em- empathetic with the children. Yes. They're so on a level with them and excited about their learning and all those things. Mm. It's so interesting. That the other stresses that you're talking about, it's really the multitasking yes, they have to do and what's that's right. required of them. Yeah. So interesting, yes. so charlotte, can how can people access this online course if um, they are listening to this and think, "Oh, we need this in my centre?
0: Yeah, and you know it, it's interesting because we we just sort of really did it initially for for one centre, and now parents want it, everybody wants it, because of course we realise that it doesn't matter who you are, if you have contact with children, your state of mind is the most crucial thing for their development. You know your inner voice and your voice spoken voice becomes their inner voice when you, when they are adults, right. So um, they can access it through um, my website, so uh, www.themindfulnessclinic.com.au, or feel free to email me, um, Charlotta at the mindfulness Clinic. Dot com dot au. uh We haven't finalised exactly what the model will look like, um, so but we're you know it's up and running. It's there, um, so we're really sort of looking at feedback from uh, customers who say, "Look, we need a bit more training. We need a bit more support." Um, but it's there. So if you'd like to be part of these first people who come through, we'd love to hear from you.
1: Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time today.
0: Thank you. It's been delightful. That's Charlotte Top
1: from the Mindfulness Clinic and we will put a link up to her website so um, you can go and email her from there if you want to ask more questions about that program. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.